This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, look at me. I'm positively beaming. Yeah, well, why is that? I uh, I ate the famous cookie. What? The cookie that everybody's trying to get their hands on. What are you on. talking about? I ate the it. cookie that everybody's trying to get their hands on. The Girl Scout cookie. Oh, Girl Scout cookies. Ah. But the the particular, the new one. Oh, there's a new one. It's called... I, Tim, I had no idea that people were trying to get this cookie and that you've eaten it. Tom, this cookie... The mm-hmm. Raspberry Rally. Okay. It's a, it's like a Thin Mint, but it's raspberry flavored. Oh, all right. Um, not... Not mint flavored. five minutes before I arrived here. I Maybe a little bit. Just as I was walking out the door of my apartment. Uh, yeah, a Girl Scout was walking by and you mugged her. Took all of her... Tom, just, just the new cookies. Tom, guess what? These new cookies, the Girl Scouts wish they had them. Oh, okay. They can't get them. They, nobody you can get, get them. A source. You can sell them uh, on the internet. I don't know if it's open up this box. Mm-hmm. You know, we we just got it today. We ordered it a while ago. Okay. Um, and uh, she's opening up, and she's like, you know, we could sell this on eBay for seventy dollars. Wow! How much does it cost uh, retail? Five dollars. Five dollars. And we got a you know there was a, a a couple days where you could get free shipping. Wow. Um. Yeah, I got a uh, a couple of Girl Scouts in my life that I've uh, realized I haven't ordered any cookies from. Tom, the cool thing about um, twenty twenty three and being uh-huh. an adult with friends with uh, kids uh-huh. is that like. You don't have to like fill out any. Like, <laughs> you just you have get to, like, an email and it's like, hey, it's either like uh, they pretend like the the Girl Scout themselves wrote it, but uh-huh. really the mom and dad put wrote some it. backwards R's in there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, or they're just like, hey, my kid's selling Girl Scout cookies. Click on you click on a link. Yeah, it's just like ordering stuff, except it's you know cookies. So then, what what's that teaching the Girl Scouts? Is aren't they supposed to be learning uh, something by shilling cookies door to door? Entrepreneurship. Well, it's not entrepreneurship. Innovation, innovative sales techniques. <sighs> Doesn't sound that innovative. Door to door, that's innovative. That's a throwback. You don't you don't get that much nowadays. And it's much harder to you say You would never open the door. To a, a Girl Scout, I would. Oh, no, I'd be so uh, suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, there, there are two men with uh, assault <laughs> rifles on either side of this door frame just waiting for me to open up that door. <laughs> who, are the, who are the men representing at this point? Like, who Oh, are... I don't even, uh, like the cartel, maybe? Uh, okay. Or yeah. the Russians. Some, yeah, everybody's after some you, nefarious dumb. bad guys that have... Uh, and I don't know if in this scenario they've roped in a Girl Scout or they've uh, gotten just like a very young woman to pretend to be a Girl Scout, and and they're just relying on the fish eye ness of the uh, little porthole you got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, this is a very valid fear. <laughs> this is why you should never enter the door when a little girl knocks on it. No, I'm actually bad when somebody when somebody knocks on or rings the the actual door to my apartment, not the building. I either <laughs> just like hold my breath <laughs> to be completely silent and pretend nobody's there, or I open up the door without looking. Yeah, I mean. 99 times out of 100, that's fine. What is yeah. it going to be somebody, uh, an assassin there for you? It could be. Uh, no, a lot of times it's like a, uh, like a, a cable guy or something. They're they're like going door to door trying to get you to switch to really another service. That's what they're doing nowadays. Yeah, they got but, a poor sap going door to door. Yeah, but get this: when uh, I kind of like when they do it because uh, then I get to open up the door and be a scold. I get to go. You know, you're not allowed to solicit in this building. You say that? Yeah, uh, you are. Uh... Uh, I, I'm calling the landlord right now. Wow, Tom, you must be pretty proud of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're always very scared when I say that. And then uh, you got them shaking in their boots. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't actually happen all that much lately. Are you wearing boxer shorts and a ratty <laughs> bathrobe and <laughs> <laughs> stubble on no, your face? I, I opened the door the other day and I was wearing uh, uh, Batman pajama pants and the guy was like, oh, cool pants, by the way. What? That was like one of the cable guys? Um, I forget who he was. I don't know who he was. He was just a guy knocking on my door. Mm. I think he might have been delivering something, maybe. Okay. Yeah. The delivery guys, when they come to my building, they mm. um, they bang on the door and then leave the package there and walk away. Oh. You but don't have a doorbell on your door? I do. Oh, okay. But they like banging. They like banging on the door. Yeah. And it's annoying when you have a small child that takes naps. <laughs> right. And sometimes just and like, bah, 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 bah. frightened by loud because noises. There's like, um, you know, a target delivery with like diapers in it. Yeah. Like, well, tell them they're for you. Yeah. This go, is your hey, fault. Go get the diapers yeah. out of the hallway. Well, Tim, you buried the lead. How is this cookie? Dry. Dry. <laughs> I mean, Thin Mints are pretty dry. I know. So I don't understand not, why there's such a, a hullabaloo around these these raspberry rallies. All I can Tim, figure out. All, all over the world right now, there are people that uh, have, have entered their orders before, based on you hearing how hard they are to Tom, get. Sold out. What, do, what don't you understand? These people cannot place these orders. They're but tapped out. Somebody's got Maybe these people bought them off eBay for $70. Oh, well, maybe you shouldn't they, have they, talked they... about the freaking cable guy for so long, giving them enough time. <laughs> no, it's my fault. <laughs> they should have listened to the whole thing. They didn't even hear if you said yeah. it was good or not. I don't I don't really like Thin Mints. And th- these also, um, they're like, instead of minty, yeah. they're raspberry E. But like not, like it doesn't. I don't think yeah, I, gonna, I don't think they squished up real raspberries <laughs> and put them in the in, in the dough or whatever. I was going to say like uh I assumed it was some kind of jelly. Uh it, I was expecting it was wet. Yeah. A jam. Love a, a jelly. Wet, love of a sorts. nice wet cookie. Cuz those uh peanut butter cookies that they sell, those are kind of wet. I mean, they're uh, not wet, but they have peanut butter in them. Um tagalongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tagalongs. Yeah. Yeah. They are the unsung hero of the of the Girl Scout cookies. Those are my favorite. People who like Thin Mints are just like, come on, man. Thin just... Mints are good if you freeze them. Sure. What's oh, the, maybe uh, I'll f- f- freeze these raspberry yeah. rallies. What's the, what's the ones that are uh, like kind of chewy 
almost like an oatmeal cookie, but they're not Samoas. Oat- yeah, those are good. Which too. I think they changed the name oh, to something, okay. but um, I'm not up on name changes, Tom. Yeah, uh, for Girl Scout cookies. Um, and and one day it's gonna get you canceled. There's coconut mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, yeah. There's caramel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that those I are mean. Good ones. I feel like those are unnecessarily divisive because those are the best ones, right? I think so. Yeah, All right. we're those, on the same those, page with these. And those are pages. those are also I feel like the most unique. You know, you can't find something similar to those in a store. Exactly. There are these companies now that are like <laughs> wink, wink, like making Girl Scout cookies, yeah. and they're like, oh, you don't have to, you don't have to support this organization for <laughs> you don't have little to girls. Support any- young girls anymore? <laughs> yeah. Or I don't know, maybe maybe they're making a killing on uh, maybe they've commandeered the Raspberry Rally factory, and that's why maybe the Girl Scouts can't get back yeah. in. Yeah, I could see a group like that going on Shark Tank. It'd be like, here's our business. We're going to sell Girl Scout cookies, and we're cutting Girl Scouts out of it. All that extra profit just goes to us. Because whoever is making those cookies, they're getting paid, too. It's not just the Girl Scouts. Yeah. Those cookies are only $5 a box? Apparently. Huh. I'm trying not to. Big Tom, guess what? what? What you'll find. There's not a lot of cookies in the box these days. Yeah. I feel like that was always kind of the case, that yeah. there weren't as many cookies as you want there to be. Yeah. So it's like, hey, oh, only $5. And then like you do the math, and it's like, I'm paying 90 <laughs> cents a cookie here. Wow. So there's <laughs> five cookies, a little... Six? A little less than five cookies? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to check the math on that one. Uh, Tim, this week, speaking of money... And what you get for your money, we're talking about banks. Everybody loves banks. Yeah. I mean, last week, everybody loved the banks so much, there was a big run on the bank. Everybody wanted to get into the bank. Yeah. Hey, I'm going for a bank run. You want anything? <laughs> Tom? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, banks are in the news mm-hmm. um, for what I understand to be. A, a negative reason. Yeah, bad reason. It's not they're they're not in the news because they've got like a new app. Here's the thing. I mean, they, they always do have a new app. You, <laughs> you ever try to do banking on an app and then it's like, oh, first take the to-, like every time you sign in, you're yeah. like, I'm just trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying my to balance. pay something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, take the tour. This yeah. is where you can uh, view your uh, account history. I used the uh, the bank the other uh, the app. I, Hey, listen, apps. I never want, not even banking apps. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. I'll, I never want to take a tour. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll yeah. do the self-guided tour. Or just freaking put up a web page somewhere yeah. that I can. If your app has to make me go through a tour, it's like, I get it if this is like, a, I don't know, like After Effects or Blender, and it's like, let's run you through the tour. But if your phone app has a tour redesign it it's not, it's it doesn't need a door yeah and it's always like uh sometimes it's like oh this button lay with a with like uh yeah, with a gonna... mail logo brings you to the mailbox or whatever <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah i know i would have figured it's one of four buttons on the screen i was using uh sunday i was using the the bank app uh one of the banks i use is chase like i guess the primary bank i use is chase Ooh, and what's your account number <laughs> Uh, that, people can use that to send me money, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because I have like a, I have a savings account with a different bank, 
And then like we have a business account with a different bank, like, mm-hmm. and all the, uh, the reason why I ha- slash we have like three different bank accounts is like each of these offers, like, eh, we won't charge you $2 for this. Right. <laughs> Well, actually, the savings, it was like the other bank chase was like, we won't give you anything for putting your <laughs> savings here. Um, but anyway, I was using the Chase app the other day because I need to find an ATM. And uh, I like looked on Google Maps and I was like, oh, I should use they would know better than anything. It's buried. I the I couldn't find it. All I could find was a way to make a shortcut to it. <laughs> so I made a shortcut to it and then I could tap that shortcut. Should have taken the tour. It would have I should have taken the tour. Yeah. The, uh, the nearest location. Yeah, but uh and the near and it was I was like, maybe they put a newer one in. Nah, it's the the closest one's still like half a mile away. Sorry to hear that, Tom. Yeah. I live right near a Chase Bank, and let me tell you, life is sweet. <laughs> well, maybe I should start giving you my uh, account details. You can take cash out for me when I need it. Because yeah. that's the thing. I so rarely need cash, but then when I do take it out, I never want to pay fees on it. Yeah, agreed. So I'm willing to like- Banks why? are crooks. Banks are crooks. Well, let's talk about why they banks- nickel and dime you. Well, that, that, they got a vault full of nickels and dimes. <laughs> Um, let's, uh, do you understand what happened to banks this past week and why there were problems? I read a few articles. Okay. Let's see if you were able to comprehend them. No, and the answer is no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the answer is kind of. The thing that always screws me up mm-hmm. is like the way that banks are presented to us <laughs> as children yeah. is not... Uh, aligned with the way I understand banks now to actually be as, yeah. a, as a grown up where it's just like as a kid they're just like hey you put your money there they hold it for you and mm-hmm. guess what you leave it there and they'll keep it nice and safe there they'll for keep you. it nice and they'll safe put it in the big vault and you'll get some interest too yeah. um, and then like even they'll be like and then and they lend some of the money out yeah. to other people, and mm. then that's how they make money on, on yeah, the and they there. and they split that with you. Yeah, exactly. Cool, great. Mm-hmm. And now, a grown up mm-hmm. learning. Oh, hey, uh, you know, they got like stocks and speculation and stuff, yeah. and like they have shareholders, and mm-hmm. it's like every, a whole bunch of people are profiting off the bank. It's like that wasn't the deal. Yeah, I thought, you know. The bank president and the tellers, they were doing some stuff. What do you mean like, they're doing some stuff? They're they're the ones taking the deposits, making the loans, getting uh-huh. it. But then there's all these other like speculators involved yeah. now. And that's how it got all screwed up done. Well that yeah, from what I I don't completely understand it either. But uh I got this from uh I think it was from CBS News. By industry so uh the big one was uh Silicon Valley Bank. Right. Which I did read, I think like a tweet or something where they were like, man, they picked like a bad name for their bank because they're going under and everybody's like, ha ha, fuck you, Silicon Valley. And they were like, if they called it Santa Clara Farmers Bank, <laughs> nobody would be gleeful that they're right. going under. But uh, by industry standards, is according to CBS News, a disproportionate share of the company's capital was held in longer duration investments, including mortgage securities and bonds. According to Bloomberg, as interest rates rose, the value of SVB's investments fell 
raising concerns about its solvency and leading the bank's customers to yank their funds. But then it says the failures of Silicon Valley Bank, Signature, and Silvergate appear chiefly as a result of financial issues specific to each bank. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So there's these other banks. There's one significant one. Signature, in, I think, is the... Sig- in the, the New York ban- bank that that failed. Yeah. But that was... But they were like, very quick to be like, uh, but, but no, that was just like they were... like. You know, they don't want everybody to freak out and run on <laughs> yeah. all the banks. That, I mean, so it's that's... hard to to separate fact from fiction, right? Because mm-hmm. like once people be like once people be like <laughs> once people start thinking, Hey, banks are unsafe, maybe I'll just go take my money out of the bank. And this is when you realize everything's a goddamn uh house of cards. Yeah. That was the There's not enough money to cover. And then it's just like, I should have watched It's a Wonderful Life. I would have understood that. Because I never saw it, but like, that's what happens in that famous scene, right? What, when he wants to kill himself? I mean, that, it's partially because of all this stuff. There's Oh, a, is it because he's loaned he, out too much? He has to go and be like, oh, I don't have oh, your money. Well, Jim well. has your money, too. Yeah. And, you know, the oh, money Oh, don't need all... your money back. Yeah. And then everybody's like, okay, don't kill yourself, I guess. <laughs> it's fine that he lost our money. <laughs> or life savings. Um, it's Christmas time. <laughs> uh, well, according to this, it said that like uh, Signature Bank and Silvergate Bank, that that was uh, due to their exposure to crypto. Mm. That I guess they were like too involved in crypto and then this like FTX thing. And then, you know, crypto is incredibly volatile. Yeah. Um, so I don't completely understand what happened there. But yeah, I was reading a lot about how it seems like everybody's working overtime to distill. You know, uh, <laughs> don't to tell take us, your money out of the bank. Your money's fine. Yeah, don't take it out. It's fine. There's this congressman that like uh, made a video on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Did you see this guy? No, I forget what his name is. He's like some you know nobody, but uh, he, <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> he, he's being praised for like people are like. He calmly explained everything, and um, you know he did a and he did an explainer video, mm-hmm. and, and like, and now I understand what happened. But it's just like there was a little unpleasantness, <laughs> and then the government stepped in and did not bail them out, but used uh, the bank's own money that they, that all the banks pay into, mm-hmm. and. Uh, ended the crisis and everything is fine so everybody go about your day it was an honest mistake it had nothing to do with corporate greed (laughs) yeah i mean he there was a little tinge of like now we figure out what to do about it but like literally it's like anybody in any position of power is just like everything is fine yeah well because that's you don't want a bank run and that's and we're here to tell you go get your money get your money out they're gonna take it away jesus christ (laughs) no matter where you are running out you're gonna be you're gonna be the one caught holding the bag after everybody else gets their money out you're gonna be caught not holding the bag or just holding an empty bag an empty bag a moth is gonna fly out of this bag yeah it might have a big dollar sign on the outside of it but there's nothing in it single moth um yeah that's the big problem that they don't want a run on the banks because uh the banks don't actually have our money if we want it back (laughs) all at the same time 
Um, but in uh, America, at least, FDIC insured up to $250,000. Yeah, fat lot of good that did <laughs> for uh, the account holders at Silicon Valley Bank. Though. Well, yeah, if, you, if they are holding $100 million yeah. of your money. You can't be like, well, at least I'll get $250,000 back. I guess that's not bad. Um, I was reading about uh, uh, the most damaging bank panic uh, of the Great Depression, which I don't understand how this. Let me read it to you. Maybe I'm just stupid. Uh, began when a single customer advised not to sell his stocks in the bank because they were still a good investment spread a rumor that the bank was refusing to let people sell. Oh, I get it. So I guess he like was like, I don't know, I guess went to the bank and was like, I'm going to sell my stocks in this bank. And the bank was like, come on, don't do that. And then he went and told everybody, they're not letting us sell our stocks. This led to a mob of over 2,500 people withdrawing their funds in one afternoon, ultimately resulting in the largest bank failure in all of American history. Okay. So, I mean, that the, you just described it's like a standard bank run. Yeah. Um, and that's what they were worried about last so week. So, like, a bank failure is mm-hmm. literally an acknowledgement that, like, um, it's all a very delicate house of cards. <laughs> and that, like, if everybody figures that out yeah. at, all at once... Then it fails. Well, and that's what I don't understand. Again, you know, reading this stuff, it's like reading now, no, an instruction manual for a submarine. It's very confusing and boring and difficult to understand. But um, I had, I had read something about like uh, in particular. Tom, what about your dreams of becoming a submarine <laughs> captain? Well, I'm I'm trying to get through this manual, Tim, and it's it might not be the career path for it's you. It's hard. Then, it's um, dense stuff. Hmm. Knobs. You ever you ever uh, like watch a video about submarines? No, I'm too. I get I start to get out of breath. <laughs> Tim, just talking about submarines now. I feel like I need to gasp. For you air. wouldn't believe you go into some How of these rooms. Ten seconds on a submarine. <laughs> you go. You you see some of these rooms in a submarine. And honest to God, it's like there's just 300 knobs and none of them are labeled. And they're just like, they know what these do. Also, like, what could they possibly do? <laughs> they're adjusting the gases. The gases? Yeah, and I think some of them launch torpedoes. I mean, all right, but and let's And one say... of them makes the periscope go up. <laughs> of course. Probably a couple of them, right? <laughs> I would um... hope. What makes it go up and what makes it turn around? Have they ever made a submarine just for like cruising around, not for battle? Um, I mean, they use they make these submarines for like uh, smuggling drugs. Who the cartels? Yeah, like the the drug. You've never Put seen some Girl these? Scouts in them. <laughs> um, they're terrifying because they're homemade submarines. Yeah. Where, you know, they're putting a bunch of guys in and they're like, well, hopefully these guys don't die because then we'd be out all these drugs. (laughs) Like, that's their primary concern. Um, But, like, they catch these coming from, like, South America to America sometimes. And, like, they're fascinating because they look so insanely dangerous and just terrifying because they're just put together but at the same time it's like damn a couple of guys just 
put together the submarine and like for the most part they work sometimes yeah. they don't but anyway we're not talking about submarines well really i just might. feel like if you were just gonna get like a regular submarine going mm-hmm. like a modern submarine yeah first of all how big can you make it can you make a luxury submarine mm. and then also if you didn't have to worry about doing battle in it right how many knobs could you get rid of? Like, I, what's the fewest number of knobs? Well, that you what can, about that those can... uh, like submarines that James Cameron uses to go oh, to yeah, the Titanic? True. I think those have very few knobs. Yeah, they they look a lot more high tech. Uh, well, you know, there's one really big knob operating the, <laughs> Tim, the submarine. If Jim hears you say that, oh boy, you're gonna he's gonna make a the, like film buffs. The bad like, Ugh, I'm never bet against Jim Cameron. It's just like you're not you're not. You well, know, it's the movie true. Business. Don't bet against him. Tim, it's they're gonna Jim Cameron. They're, all I want. They're gonna make the uh, villain of Avatar three. You, some guy that looks like you, but he's and when it comes out in twenty fifty six. Did they already film the other Avatar? No, who cares? We hear about these things. Me and you were talking the other day. Speaking of underwater, this new uh, Little Mermaid. Yeah. Where I was like, didn't they announce this like a decade ago? I honestly thought that movie came out already. Yeah, I thought it did too. Because I feel like all the other remakes, they were like, we're going to remake Aladdin and it'll be out next month. (laughs) Like you heard about it and it came out. But that Little Mermaid movie. Also, I don't know. We're men in our forties. Yeah, don't we? We shouldn't. We shouldn't be like, hey, what's the status of the Little Mermaid movie for children? It's fine. I it's just okay. know. I mean, I like the animated movie. I was not paying attention to it, and that's why when they showed a, a trailer at the Oscars, uh, I was like, oh, that didn't come out. But then I was also watching the trailer and going, I don't think kids would like this. It looks no. dark. <laughs> it looks like everything's yeah, there's uh, like a just really, very dark. Like it looks very, very sorry. Like it looks like I couldn't see what was happening. <laughs> right. But then also it's like a very big intense shipwreck mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. And it's like, all right, but who is that for? Because I don't care about this. Yeah. Little kids are gonna be like freaked out by yeah. this. And they're gonna be freaked out by those fish. Those fish look like real fish. We don't want this. This is not what we want. We want cartoon fish singing songs. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't I don't know. I don't understand. Nobody likes those movies. Tom. Yeah. This is a problem. They keep making these movies because they're based on no, I think charming that, movies. That, that first Jungle Book did well, I think. So Tom, from they then all, on. quote, do well in that like people go, oh, yeah, it's a new Disney, Disney movie. I'll go see it with my kids. Yeah. Um, but nobody likes them. The kids don't like them. The the grownups don't like yeah. them. But everybody goes to see them. We got to stop seeing bad movies. I took and we got to take all of our money out of <laughs> banks. But when you take it out, don't use it to go see movies. Don't no, look no, at that no, big no. pile of money and go, oh boy, I can see all the movies I want. Nah. Still, only go see the movies you want to see. Uh, yeah, I took uh. My niece to see Puss in Boots uh, a couple of months ago. It was great. And it was only because it was like the only kids' movie out, and we wanted to go to a movie. So it's like, yeah, we'll go see this. And yeah, it was good. It was, uh, I thought it was uh, very enjoyable. It was like kind of about death. Cool. (laughs) In a, in a. See, they don't also need to do that with, like, I feel like Pixar kind of screwed this up where it's like, (laughs) and it has to be about something depressing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Like my mom took me to see the Jetsons movie when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I saw that in the theaters yeah. too. Uh, yeah, it didn't have a big overarching message. No, my mom fell asleep. I remember my mom fell asleep. I think I my re- parents fell asleep too. And I remember being like, I gotta wake her up. She's missing the movie, <laughs> and she was so pissed at me when I woke her up. <laughs> Um, but anyway, what I was going to say is I had read somewhere that, uh, a friend of the show, Peter Thiel had, uh, was the one that like sparked this bank run. Oh, really? That he told his investors, you know, of course he's got his ear to the, uh, the railroad tracks or whatever. He can hear the train coming. And he told everybody like they're in bad shape. All of his like founders, all the companies right, that right. he invested in. And told them to take their money out. And that's what started the panic. Uh, but it's also crazy that it's like, I don't, I also don't completely understand that if you don't have enough, mo- if you've lent out all your money, which you're supposed to do as a bank, maybe not all of it, no, but no, a lot of it. No, no, you're not supposed to lend out all of it. They got like risk management guys that will oh, okay. tell you what to do. So the problem is they- get one of those guys on this show. They, they lent out too much, right? right? Um. I so if you do that, then the government gets your bank, right? Yeah, that's only fair. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. You know, uh, I, I've I've seen this quote a few times where people say there's no there are no atheists in the foxhole, and there's no libertarians in a bank run. <laughs> Because now all these people that were like, yeah, we should have crypto so we can get the regulations off of yeah. all of our money. Now they're like, government, do something. Please give me my money. Give me my money. money back. I want my money back. And they got it. Yeah. And now they're like, good. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, Tim, there's uh, uh, more to talk about. Uh, I.E. Banks. Is that what I meant to say? (laughs) R.E. Colon Banks. Regarding banks. There's more to say regarding banks. I think we've said all there needs to be said about banks. Tim, we barely even talked about ATM machines. Uh, well, now you're saying redundant things. No. You AT- fool. We barely even talked about AT machines. <laughs> Tom, That sounds quick. like those uh, Star Wars guys, though. The, the AT-ATs. Yeah, it does. That's, an AT- that's the original AT machine. Yeah. Hey, uh, get George Lucas on the phone. Maybe he can sue Chase Bank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? For stealing the ideas. Oh, I see. Okay. Do we want we want everybody to sue the bank? <laughs> Tom, here's the thing. Uh-huh. At any point mm-hmm. in the last few days, did it occur to you? Did you consider, hey, you know what? You mentioned uh, that your interest rates on your savings accounts are, mm-hmm. you know, fundamentally yeah. useless. Mm-hmm. Like lower take, than inflation. Yeah. Why don't I just take all this out? Yeah. And put it somewhere. Put it in yeah. a suitcase or something. Be and cool. Hand, handcuff it to my uh, hand. That would be very, very cool, right? Yeah. And and then whenever I'd show up somewhere, like we were both at a birthday party this weekend for a friend of the show, Paul. If I showed up with a briefcase handcuffed to my wrist and people were like, what's that about? I'd be like, oh, it's all my money in there. <laughs> I don't trust you'd the to say, banks you'd anymore. You'd have to say it quietly. There's all my money in there. Yeah. I wouldn't have to because I'd be able to say, you know what? You're going to have to take my arm if you want all this money. Yeah, and they, then they might take my arm. Yeah. Is that why you have all those guns too, Tom? I don't have a, I don't have a gun, let alone many guns. <laughs> All right, sorry. So you want to talk about ATMs? I want to talk about ATMs because I watched this. This uh, it wasn't. <laughs> it's gonna sound stupid. <laughs> I watched this local news segment, but it wasn't our local news. <laughs> Why? What do you do all day? It was on, I don't understand what your day to day looks not like during the day. My problem is that at night I don't go to bed. Right. And I. You know what, Tom? What time do you go to bed? I aim to go to bed at one. Wow. Yeah. And you don't hit that usually. Um, it depends. Normally these days I'm falling asleep on the couch around nine fifteen. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up around one one thirty, groggy as all hell, yeah. and then I make my way to uh, the actual the, bed. Um and last night as I was doing this, I, I, it occurred to me like, man, Tom's probably just still up. Yeah, he should have like, called me. <laughs> I've been asleep for five hours, but uh, Tom's been, I guess, watching local news segments from across the country. Yeah, basically. Because basically when when I go to bed every night, there's, I don't know, like a solid hour of me thinking to myself, I should go to bed. I'll just watch this video and then I'll go to bed. What rabbit holes are... I'm shocked you haven't become completely radicalized, especially especially like in the state that you are, like 1 a.m. time, yeah. like 
Luckily, desperately tired. All of your guards are down. Mm-hmm. Someone Ready can just, to believe anything. Yeah, someone can really just Luckily, get in there the and YouTube, commandeer the your YouTube brain. YouTube algorithm is just give me a, a straight line of local news segments from around the country. Well, this is a local news segment about like a new ATM thing you have to be on the lookout. So have you heard about uh, like this uh, phone thing that's going on, like iPhone <laughs> Tom, thing. Come what? On. Le- no, heard- this is legit. This I is know. in the Wall Street I Journal. No, have you heard about this phone thing that's going on? Well, like on. the phone scam. No, I haven't heard about the phone scam. Well, it's in the Wall Street Journal. Maybe you should read it, or at least watch their <laughs> I'm YouTube gonna videos. Re- I'm, not, I'm gonna, never going to read the Wall Street Journal. So apparently, if you there, there's been this scam going on where. Somebody, it sounds like this mostly happens in bars, um, where I think they'll kind of take advantage of people's guard being down, where they'll like, there'll be multiple people, it seems you know my like. my grandmother said, always used to say. What's that? Nothing good ever happens in a bar. Well, your grandmother has never gotten drunk with me. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's a real thrill. <laughs> Nana really missed out on that. Yeah, you could tell her. Oh no, Nana. Tom's a lot of fun. Um so the the way the scam seems to work, nobody's a hundred percent sure. Um that they'll like kind of watch you your phone and Somehow watch you put your password in. Okay. Your passcode. And one of the ways that it's like speculated is like somebody will go up to a group of a bunch of women and be like, oh, are you guys out celebrating? Let me take a picture of you. Somebody, you know, give me your phone. They give the phone. They take the picture, but then they lock the phone Uh before they hand it back. So, you know, if you like hold down the two buttons like face ID and touch ID doesn't work. Uh, you like have to put in the code and they'll either they'll watch or they'll have somebody over their shoulder watching later in the night. They steal the phone, you know, just through regular stealing methods Mm -hmm. uh, that I'm not going to go into here. (laughs) But the crazy thing is with your, basically if you have the passcode to a phone, you can like completely destroy somebody's life. Just with those like six digits, because you can use those six digits to change their iCloud password Mm -hmm. and then sign them out of all their other devices. So now you have the only device that's signed into iCloud. With iCloud, Tom. But listen. The at me.com. No, but here's the thing. Then you can get into all, if they have bank apps on their phone. You can get into those with the passcode with most of those. So if your uh, passcode is just mine. one, two, three, four, well, some people have don't have that turned on, but a lot of people do because it's convenient, right? And they, but they also have your phone, so it's like they could just go and be like, "Oh, I forgot my password," and it will send it to the email that is in your phone, right? Oh, yeah. Hey. Um. So this has happened to a few people where it's like in the in the span of like fifteen minutes. The person takes like $30,000 out in like crazy ways where like they do that. They immediately apply for an Apple card and then immediately, you know, max that out buying stuff like it's crazy. But anyway, like there's really not a way to stop it other than smash our phones other than like 
make a um, uh, like a longer password, like an alphanumeric password, mm-hmm. or treat it like an ATM password and just kind of like hide, right. you know, because I don't think about that. Like if face ID doesn't work, I'll just tap my passcode in. Yeah, I also don't get my phone stolen like a, like a goon. Well... You did get your phone stolen. You got all your stuff stolen. I, my my phone was in my pocket. Yeah, at the you time. just got your iPad and your computer stolen. Yeah. And almost my passport. <laughs> yeah, almost your passport. I just like to save things once in a while that can be isolated uh, to make me look like an idiot in the future. <laughs> I'm never going to get my phone stolen. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. I want that to be played at my funeral when everybody laughs at me. Um, lower my casket down so anyway the the this i guess is uh i guess it's not related at all but it was top of mind for me and that's why when i saw this local news thing you just spent 45 minutes explaining this iphone scam which is basically like if someone has your password They'll do bad things. They're, your passcode, which right. is, and so many people have passcodes that are like one, two, three, four, or whatever. Right. Uh, but uh, this is relating to ATMs where a bunch of people said they went to the ATM. And I mean, this is like one of those things, I forget what city this was from, but it's one of those things where it's like, eh, you, I don't know if you'd be able to pull this off in New York. Like people's spidey sense would go <laughs> off 10 times before then. So s- somebody walks into like a bank ATM, mm-hmm. you know, in those, a vestibule. Yeah. Like the separate kind of things that they have that some banks have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Vestibule. Okay. They go in there, they go to put their card in the machine and and it won't go in. Right. A helpful stranger nearby goes, oh, that's not working. You have to you do the tap to pay thing on it instead. And they say, oh, thank you, sir. And they do their transaction. They walk away. Five minutes later, they get pinged or whatever, like $400 just been taken from your account. $400 again, $500. Um. So I'm watching this whole news report like, what? what is happening? What's going on? How's this happening? It's because the people aren't logging out. What? They aren't logging out of the ATM after they're done uh, with everything. But why does it matter that the person helped them? Because I guess most ATMs... You know, they'll uh, hold your card until the transaction's Uh, done, and then they'll beep and be like, okay, take your card, take your card. We're not going to give you your money until you take your card. Right. But that isn't the case with the tap to pay. Yeah, but once, Tom, Mm -hmm. I think this local news segment was lying, Um, because every time you, you know, you you withdraw money, Mm -hmm. and then it says like, hey, do you want to do more banking? If you go, yes, I want to withdraw more money, they go, okay, enter your PIN again. Well, yeah, here's the thing. It's that those people were watching them put the PIN (laughs) in. Oh, okay. But again, that's where I'm like, you know, New York Spidey Sense would be like, oh, this guy's watching me. Yeah, there's a bunch of dumb people in New York. Yeah, but I think like after it's like, oh, the card thing didn't work and now somebody's being helpful to me. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're like standing kind of close and be like, nah, nah something's mm. off. I'm going to go to a d- different ATM. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I always make sure that that shit's like signed out. I mean, I, I barely go to ATMs anymore, Tom. Well, that's the thing. I, I barely go, so I, I, I don't trust myself that I'm up to date on how everything works. Like, I'm that guy who's like probably there an extra thirty seconds. Like everything, I logged out. Right, everything. It's just showing ads yeah, again. That's, that's you, the guy who. Holds up the line at the ATM to make sure that he's logged out. Who tells <laughs> people that come into his door, you know, there's no soliciting in this building. <laughs> Tim, you should have seen me uh, uh, holding up the line at this uh, ATM in Mexico because uh, <laughs> I kept, I don't know Spanish very well. <laughs> and it took four times going through to realize that I could press English at the beginning. <laughs> Uh oh man, there was like a huge line building up Tom, on me. Yeah. You you should have been sent back to the US. <laughs> I, put in I a mean, box. I think I took out like ten like ten American dollars worth of pesos. Like it wasn't I went to buy something and was like, oh, I should take more money out. That was all my money. Tom. Uh you stink. I don't like going to the bank. Um, do you find that all bank employees are smarmy? Um, no, I don't think so. There's always a guy near the door. They have like greeters who are also like security guards. Like they're kind of like bouncers at the. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't know. They're always wearing like a a shiny tie or something. (laughs) And then like. Hey, how you doing, boss? Yeah. They're like nice, but not really. You can tell they they, like. Keep it an eye on you. Nice to like, yeah, to, to, to. If I, if I think you're robbing this bank, I will not hesitate to drop Would you. Would you ever rob a bank? <sighs> I can't say definitively I wouldn't because... Sometimes you hear about how easy it is to rob a bank <laughs> yeah. and you then get away with it. And then you're like, well, t- maybe I'll get to the point where like I need to rob a bank. Tim, I was reading about uh, uh, that... Uh, last year, bank robberies in New York City were up 42% wow. from the previous year. And this was uh, um, uh, a quote from a security guard at this bank that it, I think the bank had been robbed four times that year already. Mm-hmm. A security guard at the bank was alarmed by the repeated robberies. They're beginning not to care, the guard said about the thieves. It's sad. Isn't that your fucking job to stop them? <laughs> yeah, they don't even care. Yeah, why should they? If they can just, were they supposed to feel bad about robbing the bank? That's what you're relying on. No, it's you. Yeah. Um. What do they attribute the the spike in? People don't want to work anymore. <laughs> People just don't want to work anymore. No, I think the word's gotten out. Well, that it's, it, have Tom? Have the mm. banks gone woke? I, it might Is be that, that the happened? banks are too concerned uh, with yeah. being woke. Yeah, and then they're not protecting the money. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, you saw. I think. It, I think again. It was the Wall Street Journal suggested that uh, Silicon Valley Bank might have gone bankrupt because they got too woke. Yeah. <laughs> because they they I guess pledged to have like one woman and one person of color on their board of directors. And And they also mentioned two veterans. And it was like, oh, is hiring veterans woke now? (laughs) Yeah. Is Uh, supporting the troops woke? Because if so, call me woke. Right. And it's like, I'm sure the the two veterans on that are like five-star generals (laughs) that are retired. 
Um, the same generals that got uh, hosed by the uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Is that her name? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The the yeah. Theranos. Mad Dog Mattis. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A few different secretaries of state. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so this Wall Street Journal article was pointing that it out. Mused. Would this even have happened yeah. if 12 white men were running the bank? Yeah, and they're like, we're not saying it wouldn't have happened, but maybe they would have, you know, been more focused on. It's like, what? No, that's not how focus works. That's not how maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. We weren't keeping track of how much money we were loaning out because we were desperately trying to find a black guy to work here. <laughs> Come on. We lobbied for we lobbied extremely hard for deregulation that yeah. uh, directly led to this. But uh, yeah, no, it's because because we were distracted. <laughs> um, well, oh, uh, yeah, robbing banks. So yeah, I don't know why. Uh, I think I think it's just gone up. I think two things. One, it's gone up because uh, words gotten out that like it seems like nine times out of ten you can get away with it. Yeah. Although let's be clear, Tom, Mm -hmm. we're not endorsing robbing a bank, not advocating for robbing a bank. We're just saying seems like probably be fine. Yeah. Like it's it's not it's not as hard as we've been led to believe in the movies. You ever see Inside Man? No. No. It's a good movie. You ever see Outside Man? It's a nature documentary. It's about a guy who's like in the woods and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Survivor Man. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. Sometimes it seems like you don't get all that much money. Also, I don't understand. You can get like still free money. You can get a lot. So this bank that kept getting robbed. Uh. You know. I get. And I think this is par for the course. Somebody slips a note that says, "This is a bank robbery. I have a gun. Open the drawer and pass me the money." Um. I don't think you have to say you have a gun. Why not? Because they're instructed to just like give you the money regardless. And Mm. I think saying you have a gun. It gets you like twenty more years. Right. Uh, now, if you were sentence. to rob a bank, would you bring one of your guns? <laughs> I don't have any. Or guns. would it just be an, uh, an implicit threat? You know that. You know, I, this guy looks like he has a lot of guns. No. Yeah, I think I would rely on that. I wouldn't bring a gun. Like you bring a gun, you're just asking for trouble. <laughs> My problem is, if I went in there, uh, they'd be like. Pfft. This guy's not carrying a firearm, but he certainly got some guns, and they'd be referring to my biceps. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then you would have to say, enough chit-chat. Just give me the money. Exactly. Hey, 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 hey. But, uh, you know. But I, I think that is- I shoot someone to make an example. <laughs> but I think that is kind of the difference that if you, if you just go up to the counter, hand him a note that says, like, give me all the money in the drawer- like you're just gonna get the money in the drawer, and it it might only be a few hundred bucks. Yeah, it, but it Tom, might... free money. Uh, yeah. Oh, do you want a few hundred bucks right now, Tom? What I would like to do. You will not take my money. I'm always trying to give you money, and you won't. You won't take it. Uh, well, I I I want to take it from you, fair and square. With a, you're afraid a, there's a strings attached. <laughs> I'm afraid you put a die pack in the money. <laughs> to be honest with you, Tim, you you seem very. It's always the same wad of one hundred dollar bills. <laughs> Can you buy 
die packs as a civilian? I don't know. You know what? I looked on eBay one time and I don't think you can. And in fairness, it is one of those things that what? (laughs) I mean... I think we can find. I would like to. I would like to prank somebody with a die pack. Oh, of course, we'd all love to prank somebody with an exploding die pack. But I, I, it's one of those things where a rare case where I can completely understand why they don't sell them to civilians. There's no actual need aside from fun pranks. I mean, there's no actual need for fake dog poop, but they, they you know, they they That's sell true. that. Who cares? What? What does I mean, the government care if you're if you're uh, exploding I dye all over your? Friend? I don't think it's the government. I think it's the company that makes the exploding dye packs. Okay, and well, we should get in make trouble. we should make a consumer uh, exploding, exploding dye, dye pack? pack company. Yeah, I mean they we'll do be those uh, billionaires. We'll go on Shark Tank for that. Gender reveal things aren't those exploding yeah. dye packs? Can you get an exploding dye pack that will reveal if you have a a boy or a girl? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I thought the dye packs were mostly purple. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, which right in between blue and uh, yeah. and pink. So perfect. And say, well, we don't know. We'll have to wait to find out. I mean, yeah. And, and you won't be able to get. And also, the, this dye won't come off. <laughs> Would you, uh, if if a close friend of yours. Mm-hmm. Held the gender reveal party. Yeah. Would you attend? It would depend on the specifics. If it was like a crazy, like, oh, there's going to be fireworks. Honestly, I would. <laughs> I yeah. like fireworks. Also, if it's like somebody was like, oh, I think they're going to they're gonna beef this in some way. <laughs> yeah. And I, I might uh, be able to like put this up on TikTok or whatever yeah. and uh, get a lot of views, a lot yeah, of likes. Yeah, that's all you care about, TikTok views. Views and likes, baby. This is why you should be supportive of the die pack situation. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand like gender reveal parties. I don't get why anybody gives a shit. What, another? Like what? Out, outside of immediate family. <laughs> Honestly... You know, as somebody um, who uh, uh, semi-recently with my wife had a child, mm-hmm. um, when we found out the the gender, yeah, the sex of the the baby ahead of time, mm-hmm. um, I think we were just like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah like it wasn't like oh i was rooting for yeah, something i, mean, I think I, it was just like i uh, guess i get it if you have like multiple children already yeah that if you've already got like four boys and you want a girl like i get that a little bit yeah. but, but i just remember being like yeah all right, this boy, this kid's going to have an easier life than uh, than the alternative. <laughs> well, Tim, I got bad news for you. They're canceling men left and right. What? Yeah, and your son might be next. Uh, I, I, he said some very problematic things he when does I say saw him this last I mean, weekend. you did see him like essentially hit on a lot of women, right? <laughs> yeah. He does this thing when we're out in public. He'll just go up to women all the time. Grab and their go, asses. Go, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And it worked. He got. He walked away with a lot of phone numbers. Yeah, he did. Which was like, I had to. I had to scold yeah, those a lot women. Of those women were married too. Yeah, I was like, dude, come on. This is this is clearly a child. He's yeah. sixteen months old. <laughs> Didn't you notice he doesn't even come up to you your know knees? How t- you want to know how tall he is? How tall? Because like they only tell you like inches. Right. And, like you don't you don't think about it uh, <laughs> yeah. until. But like we're filling out his passport application. He's two foot ten. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just a funny, yeah. a funny height for someone walking around to be? <laughs> it is a pretty funny height for somebody walking around to be. He's a baby. <laughs> um, why, why'd we? Oh, gender reveals. Uh, yeah, but they should sell diebacks. You know what? If you're listening to this, you got an inside uh, angle yeah. on getting us some, some diebacks, well, Tom. Mm-hmm. Be careful of getting a package and be like, oh, a fan sent us uh, <laughs> oh, like a lot of bills. Boom. Yeah. Well, I was reading about this guy. Um, well, I have a, a, a few, I guess, maybe interesting things to uh, uh, tie this all together. Here. I'll be the judge of that. Um, that uh, oh, I can't find the notes now, but this this guy robbed a bank. And before he robbed the bank, he put up a uh, Craigslist ad. Asking for a bunch of construction workers, and the construction workers had to wear a yellow vest, safety goggles, a respirator mask, and preferably a blue shirt. And then that's what he wore to rob the bank. And he had them, he was like, you know, if you want this job, it's $28 an hour. Um, you just have to wear this weight on this corner, uh, at, you know, 9 a.m. I'll come pick you up. And then he went in, robbed the bank. And then when the police came, I don't, I don't know if they arrested all 12 of these yeah. men. But do, he was, do you, he, did he just stand out there with them, do you think? No, Tim, I'll tell you what he did. I'll tell you what he did. And they gave fucking no further explanation in this article because that was not the most interesting thing about this bank robbery. The most interesting thing about this bank robbery, Tim, is that he made his getaway in an inner tube. What? <laughs> like down a river. They found the inner tube. They did ah, not find the man. The, was the bank near a river? Presumably, again, it was like in a like you know the kicker at the end, just like mm. oh, and, they, and get this, he got away on an inner state tube. of journalism in this in this country, <laughs> and no further information. Where it's like, look, don't get me wrong, the idea of hiring a bunch of decoy guys on Craigslist is great, but an inner tube getaway. Now I want to see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to know the whole story here. Uh, I think maybe it was just the police were embarrassed to be like, we found his inner tube, but we don't know where he went. Uh, I, maybe he was close to a lazy river. Well, no, that just goes in a circle. Yeah, Tom. that's true. He's just going to come right back around at some point. I know, but he, he got away with this money. Uh, here's another interesting fact I wanted to bring up. Uh, because you're you're uh, par- partially Italian, Tim. You might like this. Okay. Italian. Is this another plate of spaghetti? You're always trying to get me to eat a plate of spaghetti. Like, you might say, like Tim, this. You too. might like this. Italian. I do. I do. I always eat the plate of spaghetti. Italian banks take Parmesan cheese as collateral for loans. <laughs> and keep hundreds of thousands of cheese what wheels stupid in their, website did you in get their this own from? climate-controlled vaults for the two years it takes to mature. Um, I mean, real 
Parmigiano Reggiano. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Those fantastic. That's accent. expensive stuff. Yeah. And it's like stamped, you know, uh, like authentic. Yeah. So like it does kind of make sense that that would be collateral. But it's just funny to think about all, that like all these uh, Italian banks have like a, a cheese vault. A, a cheese vault. Yeah. Climate controlled. Well, I mean, uh, every cheese vault needs to be climate controlled. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. It takes two years to mature. Like, give it to the bank. And the bank's going to be like, yeah, in two years, you're going to want this back. Mm -hmm, Or else mm -hmm. we're going to eat it. Everybody that works at the bank. Uh, Tim, what do you think about uh, piggy banks? Um, You know what? It breaks my heart that you got to smash them. I was going to say, I remember having piggy banks as a kid and being disappointed that I didn't have to smash them to get yeah. the money out. Yeah, they they then, uh, you know, by the time we were kids, mm-hmm. there's a plug on the bottom, right? Yeah. That you could just undo. Which ruins it. Yeah. But back in the day, it was like a ceramic back thing. Back in the day, or was it just cartoons? Might have just been cartoons. <laughs> I feel like both of us, uh, uh, there's like a, a blurry line between like what happened in history and what happened in Looney Tunes. I mean, Looney Tunes was fairly reflective of society at the time. Yeah. And maybe back then, they didn't have the technology to put a plug in that piggy bank. No. They def- never knew if it was duck season or rabbit <laughs> season. Well, and it defeats the purpose. The whole purpose is like, yeah, you're going to have to smash this thing. You don't want to do that. Right. Uh, but then that's how we get the phrase breaking the bank. Hmm. Is that true? Yeah. Because hmm. you have to break the bank to yeah, get it Yeah, I know, open. I know. What about these little banks that... uh? You know, you put the coin in, and like, there's a little guy, and it throws it to the other guy. And yeah, those like, are fun. I yeah. like those. <laughs> it just seems like who spends their time making those? Like nobody makes those anymore. There's no like um, bank artisans. Yeah, you you, you got to get some dead stock somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like as a kid, I had a few like cool banks yeah. where you know it automatically sort the the denomination oh, of the cool change. Oh, that Yeah. And everything, uh, and it do was, banks take your change anymore, or do they? Or do they? Or just is go, it all the machines <sighs> like that? You know how they do that when you I walk into a you, bank and ask them to, to do anything. It, those smarmy fucks. <laughs> you need to have it rolled up, right? Unless they've got a machine. And then they, you know what the thing is? Mm-hmm. They take your word for it, but. They're like, well, if there's any discrepancies, we're going to take it out of your account, right? Yeah, we're going to take it out of your ass. So you have to write your account number on all of the things? Oh, yeah. And that just, that's an extra step. And then it's like, now I'm supposed to believe you? What if they're like, oh, yeah, uh, we gave you $100. Turns out you miscounted by $75, so we're going to take that $75 out of your account. Those freaking smarmy... Fucks at the bank. You trust them? I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can uh, find all our social media there. You can find uh, my social media at Tom Reynolds on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. Uh, last week, uh, a spirited discussion about the slap. This week, we're starting a new book. We're back to Books of Podcast. Maybe a little bit of slap talk. I know we promised that it was the end of the slap talk. <laughs> Wuthering Heights. Get your Bronte on. Yeah. At uh, patreon.com slash complete guide. And you get all the back episodes, too. Yeah. <laughs> Some, you know, non-boring books. 
Wuthering Heights is cool, right? We all love it. <laughs> there, there you go. A hearty endorsement from Tim. Um, Tim, do you know about? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at uh, any uh, interesting facts I have here to to wrap things up, and I don't know if I have them. Some speed. Oh, here we go. Some species of ants are known to engage in harvesting and storing food as well as lending food to other ants and charging interest is a primitive form of banking and social insects. Bullshit. What what garbage (laughs) trivia website? How did how would a ant know how to charge interest? How would it keep track of interest rates? Yeah. How do how would you even know if it's the same ant? (laughs) I think the ants can tell yeah, but how did the person who wrote this? How did they tell? Oh yeah, how did they go? Oh yeah, I no, mean, that's a some diff- real that's the banker that- ant. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the same ant that put it there, and he's just taking it back. That's the banker ant. See, he's taking a little percentage off. For <laughs> he's himself. doing the paperwork. <laughs> yeah. He's got his ledger out. He's got that little green visor on. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean, again, anyone that claims to know anything about science is usually lying <laughs> All right. we'll see you next week that was a headgum podcast <laughs>